0: Welcome to the Tea and Empathy podcast. Tea and Empathy is a wonderful peer support network of thousands of healthcare professionals working across the NHS and across the world. The aim of Tea and Empathy is to foster an atmosphere of compassion and support throughout the healthcare profession so that no one feels they are alone or unsupported. I am Dr. Caroline Walker, and it gives me great pleasure to bring you the Tea and Empathy podcast a series of interviews with inspirational healthcare workers, spreading tea and empathy even further. We hope you enjoy the podcast, and please know that whoever you are, wherever you are, and whatever you are feeling, you are not alone, and there is support out there for you. welcome and um, this is very exciting our first ever tea and empathy uh, podcast interview and today we've got with us somebody really special um, the first person to ever type those immortal words tea and empathy uh, the lovely Dr. Philida Rowe. Uh, Philida is uh, currently a, a core trainee down in Devon um, she's calling us uh, in calling in today from um, just a few uh, minutes walk away from the beautiful Devon um coastline and um it's really exciting to have her here with us to talk about uh yeah this wonderful movement that is tea and empathy and how that all got started so uh welcome Philida. are you with us
1: i am thank you very much and and, uh yes another first for tea and empathy our first podcast our first chance to to uh talk to people about how it all got started
0: Yes, yeah, we just um, we were just having a little chat before this, weren't we, and just saying, my goodness, yeah. there's been so many firsts this year, because um, of course, TNMP started back in February 2016, feels like such a long time ago now, but uh, yeah, in just a yeah. short year, how far it's come. So um, we we start all of our TNMP podcasts with a couple of uh, standard questions that we ask everybody, and the first of those is, um, how are you, how are you doing? And And we're kind of looking for an honest answer. This one. Not the, not the, I'm fine, thanks, kind of. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Well, I'm I'm taking a few days leave. Uh, got that end of term feeling that all of us trainees are familiar with. Uh, oh, there's still lovely. loads of boxes on the e-portfolio to tick off and uh-huh. things like that. So although it's a week's leave, I've actually got several appointments for organising things for next year, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Um, seeing my, my supervisor, we've It's been a great placement, but it's just worked out that weeks when I'm there, he's on leave or working somewhere else, or I'm on nights. So our paths haven't actually crossed that much. Uh Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I've been there, yeah.
1: That's a familiar feeling with, well, how am I going to get these assessments
0: done? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) But I think that's a reality for all of us at this time of year
0: absolutely yeah yeah and that's such a familiar feeling for me that kind of being on holiday but not quite yet able to be fully on holiday because there's still those things to tick off yeah yeah great thank you for sharing that so honestly it's i mean it is amazing isn't it how often we still just say you know how are you and someone just comes back with you know oh fine thanks or yeah really good and actually underneath there's all this other stuff going on that yeah yeah Yeah. So the second question we ask everybody is um, to uh, tell us about a time, if you will, that when you yourself needed some tea and empathy.
1: Um, gosh, all the time, really. And I think until a few years ago, I would have denied that. I would have said, I'm fine. I'm managing. I can do this. And um, the answer is no, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah need I need people there reassuring me telling it's going to be okay putting up a dark picture on Facebook to make me smile um I don't think it's it shouldn't be something for special occasions it should be something that is there all the time for us
0: yeah absolutely absolutely no couldn't agree more yeah I think I I had that experience um early on in my career when I I just would never really Um, tell anybody if I was struggling and then it would only ever happen when I was really really at my wits end you know when I was really broken and I couldn't contain it anymore and then it would just kind of all come spilling out you know in floods of tears or um, and that's when someone would rally around and give me a cup of tea or um, but nowadays I'm just I'm on it all the time (laughs) you know, just you know almost on a daily basis just like actually this isn't quite right or I'm just not feeling it today or or, you know or actually the opposite as well which is just um, saying when things are going well yeah, uh, more yeah. Time, and, so. and
1: for, I think for a lot of us in, in the caring professions, just because of the kind of people we are, acknowledging that things are going well is actually very difficult for us as too. And one of the things I loved was seeing people um, telling us that, that they graduated. On, on
0: yes. Two. Oh, wasn't that amazing, just recently when everyone got through the finals? Yeah, and, and... and it's,
1: like, fantastic. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah.
1: So, you know, I love it. Yeah. Um, when we hear the good news on TN Empathy as well. Yeah. It shouldn't just be a place where, where we go when life is horrible. It should be a place where we can go to be congratulated on our successes as well.
0: Absolutely. And the thing that struck me about that when people were celebrating was the fact that they were able to hold in mind that, you know, they were feeling very joyful, but there may be people out there that hadn't passed, but that they would be okay. And they were kind of able to to do both at the same time. You know, be really yeah. excited yeah. and happy and congratulate people that had passed but also to hold that kind of disappointment and and struggle for those that weren't you know and that's that's life isn't it because none of us are kind of happy all the time or yeah.
1: you know and, and none of us are going to succeed all of the time all of us at some yeah. point are going to have failures in our life
0: yeah absolutely um,
1: you know yeah. sometimes we just need somebody to say well that's a bummer isn't it have a cup of tea
0: yeah yeah absolutely so
1: um so yeah so so you know that's that's But I think that's a very important thing and something that I've become very aware of lately in in my own workplace is that we have three different ways to make complaints, but we had no way to pass on comments about work well done.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that just a brilliant illustration? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what we I really firmly believe what we focus on grows. So, if yeah. we focus on what's going badly, what's wrong, what we can't do, you know, yeah. that actually all we get is more of that and, and, or at least the perception of more of that. Whereas if we focus on what's going well, what's, you know, what's good, what we can celebrate, um, actually we get more of that. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it's so important that we think about these, um, something I'm looking into at the moment, actually kind of workplace culture based things. Because we know, don't we, from our work with teen empathy, that um, this is not the fault of individuals. You know, having no. something wrong with them, or, or you know, there are so many factors going on here that make life in, you know, working in the NHS today quite difficult. So, yeah. yeah. So
1: and we're, we're human beings. Part of the definition is sometimes we make mistakes.
0: Yeah. Yep. If absolutely. No,
1: nobody wakes up in the morning and thinks to themselves, "What can I do to really mess up today?" No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no we're all just trying to do the best we can right it's yeah, um yeah and sometimes yeah. it doesn't go quite as we hope
1: and
0: planned. yes and that you know it's funny because that's just what i was thinking before this podcast you know this is our first one and for both of us and and um you know i was thinking do you know what it doesn't have to be perfect does it it doesn't have to be um you know we just what we just need to connect with is what we're trying to do here and that is to kind of help to spread the message of tea and empathy and um Hopefully, somebody will be listening to this and get some, some value from it and um, feel a little bit better for listening to it. So, yeah. So, tell us. I mean, you you kind of basically started off the tea and empathy movement. Tell us about that. How did it happen? I mean, I, I think, actually, although it's an incredibly amazing, wonderful thing, it actually started from a really um, sad event, didn't it? Um,
1: it did, yes. Um, uh, a A young doctor... From the hospital where I work went missing Mm. and we it was one of those situations we we all knew in our hearts what had happened but were desperately desperately hoping that we were wrong and that she was safe and well Mm. and and um, because of the the tidal coast that we're on here it it was some time before this young woman's body was found and could be identified mm, mm. Um, yes, yes. and just uh, just as the news was breaking and so you know something came up on, on Facebook about it and I put in a you know little sad face yeah and then well oh, actually that's not good enough we do that all the time we yeah. see dreadful things on Facebook we click on an emoticon and we feel like we've responded yeah and and this, we've got to change it. I You know, something has to work differently. Mm-hmm. So I put up a note then to say, if anybody out there is feeling they have no one to talk to, feel free to PM me. Yeah. And then I thought, actually, I work for a huge organisation that whatever the press and Mr Hunt might say, works 24-7, is a global profession. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why not ask other people if if they want to be a listener. And so I put up another message saying, if you'd be interested in, in being there for other people and helping out, um, just put tea and empathy and I'll have a think and I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I know, basically I went to bed. It was quite late on a um, Saturday night. And... Um, I got up in the morning and potted around. And in those days, I didn't have a smartphone. I had a just a cheap little Nokia. Um, and um, I went out to coffee and I read the Sunday papers. And about halfway through the afternoon, I thought, oh, I might look at Facebook. Uh, I think we had 1,600 answers. Yep. Uh, I, I think Pan has kept that original thread somewhere tucked away in our archives.
0: Yes, yeah, um, yeah
1: was it was so phenomenal and and it was really quite funny that I had no idea what was going on <laughs> at that point you know and um uh, two or three amazing people up in London who were working the night shift mm-hmm. uh, spotted what was happening
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, and ran with it and got a proper face page set up which was amazing because I wouldn't have had any idea how to do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and that was how we started and I'd expected from that original message to maybe get half a dozen a dozen really keen foundation doctors yeah and um, the response was doctors from every level yeah pretty well every branch of, of medicine and surgery Are yep. uh, all wanting to do something different and that was Astounding! That was so far from what I'd anticipated.
0: Yeah, I uh-huh. mean, it really was phenomenal, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, just seeing everybody's names, and they put yeah. their name, their designation, like the, the grade that they work at, yeah. and where they were. You yeah. know, with that idea that if somebody saw that and read that, they'd know that there was somebody close to them they could go to of if course. they needed to. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so, uh, so, so that was how it started, and, and as I say, you know, these these, these amazing little group of people up in London who were on night shift and and, uh, just happened to to have time on their hands and the skills and expertise. Um, And uh, yeah, so what had started out as as an idea that, you know, maybe we could set up our own system um, became a reality literally
0: overnight. Yeah, yeah. So so what happened next? How does it kind of, how did it all pan out? How does it work now?
1: Um, so what happened next was that small group, the small group, none of us had known each other before. Um, a couple of weeks after that, I came up to London mm-hmm. and we had a very intense meeting in one of the uh, popular chain coffee shops. <laughs> uh, three hours, several coffees and a lot of hard work. We got through an amazing some,
0: some delicious cake as well, I have to say. I seem to remember there was some nice if, cake. If <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, it was. It was, um, and we um, we worked incredibly intensively. We got so that we had a framework. Um, we thought about, you know, what we wanted. How did it, how did we want it to work? Um, and it wasn't perfect, but none of us had done anything like this before. Mm-hmm. And it was, good, it was good enough to to get the system up and running really properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been modified a lot since then, and quite right too. Um, and we now have quite a big team of admins.
0: Mm, I think there's about 30 plus now, is there something like that, it, yeah. There's
1: 30 plus isn't there of admins, mm-hmm. who, between them, um, keep everything running smoothly. Um,
0: and this messaging. is all voluntary. I mean, this is the amazing um, thing, isn't it? Just people just giving up their time to want to yeah. help, help other people, help support their colleagues.
1: And, and we're global.
0: We've yes. Got, yeah.
1: We've got Australia, New Zealand.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we've got Singapore. Yes. Um, uh, um An acquaintance of mine has a scholarship to go over to America to look at physician burnout and management of physician burnout in America, mm-hmm. and hoping that she'll be able to um recruit maybe one or two from America, and that will start to grow because they, you know, you read the American posts and. Uh, mm at mm. least as horrible a time as us they all
0: say the
1: um, we do a job that kills us it's as simple yes. as
0: that yes yeah and that that is the stark and sad reality um, of how this amazing thing came about wasn't it that, yeah. that yeah. out there there are these I mean I think there's something like 10 million doctors in the world um, yeah And, you know, so many of them just struggling to cope under increasingly uh, difficult and challenging
1: Mm. circumstances. in a culture that has this weird paradox to it that we're here to help the weak and suffering, Mm. but we actually despise suffering amongst our own.
0: Yeah, I find it very hard don't we, to kind of just acknowledge that it is happening and it's, it's kind of hidden still very much, um, and I suppose TN Empathy importance. was about bringing it out into the open a bit more.
1: Yeah, a lot
0: of stigma Yeah um, <clears throat> And
1: I know that we have a lot of people on TN Empathy who are readers um,
0: Yes, a lot lurkers they often call themselves, don't they sort of people that are really benefiting from reading but not necessarily posting and that's great, I love that, I love that yeah. they're, you know, but, getting the benefit.
1: They're finding something, and yeah. and when you occasionally get <clears throat> a message, even an anonymized message from from someone referring to themselves as a, a long time lurker. Yes, yeah. Um, and you think, you know, this this is how every time somebody anonymously or named says something about the struggle they're having. Yeah, it's, there's this huge wall of stigma. And a few little grains of mortar are taken out of that wall yeah. every time somebody says something truthful about the struggles we have. Yeah. And one day that wall will collapse.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think it's but, coming, and hopefully sooner than we'd we'd anticipated just a few years ago.
1: I I hope so. I think there there is more awareness, um, yeah. but but you know we. I said something to a patient the other day about taking medicines, and I said, you know, my drugs, it's always going to be the evening ones that, that I forget. Morning yeah. ones, I can tell you the morning ones, evening ones, somehow, we just don't remember to take
0: Oh, you it. see, I'm the opposite. Isn't that funny? <laughs> um,
1: but this patient looked at me and said, so do doctors have to take medicine as well? <laughs> <laughs> and it's
0: like, yeah. yeah 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 oh no, I have that yeah They're
1: all the same human yeah problems, physical health, mental health, yeah. lifestyle problems, life relationship problems. We're just
0: people with a fancy certificate. I have we
1: to say, have yeah, one of those
0: absolutely no. And I mean, it's it's one of the nice things about um, some of the work I've been doing over the last year or two um, with uh, role modelling. I was really, really uh, grateful to be asked to be a role model for the Doctors Support Network campaign, and yeah. um, so I, I speak quite openly on the internet, as you know, about my own background and history of having uh, bipolar disorder and other mental health challenges and. Um, And it's been amazing because when I work with doctors, they know that. So it it really starts to open up that dialogue about it and make it okay. You know, it just makes it normal and and they can see somebody actually not just not not struggling with it as well. Somebody that's actually managing to have a good, happy, um, fruitful life, you know, enjoying their job and doing good work. And I think I remember back to when I first struggled and I honestly thought my life was over. I thought I could never be a doctor if I had a mental health problem or if I was found crying at work, that would be it. That would be, like, the end of my career, you know, I'd never get another job or all these horrible thoughts that go through your head, you know, and who would I be if I'm not a doctor? And Whereas now it's like, well, actually it's just something, it's just a part of me, it's just something I, I do and I cope with, but it's actually I can, you know, live this full and fulfilling life and so i think it's it's one of the things i'm realizing is we don't have that many positive role models out there sort of spreading that message yet and it's lovely to see more and more coming
1: forward yeah yeah, yeah. and i now um practice absolute openness i have issues with depression and anxiety yeah um, i go to therapy weekly yep. and when it's time for me to leave work I just say to anybody who wants me to do something, I'm sorry, I have to leave now. Yeah. It's
0: my the appointment. Yeah. Now, isn't that yeah. the most incredibly empowering thing to be able to do? I still remember the first day that I left my work at five on time yeah. and I left something in my in that was unfinished. And I still yeah. remember it because it was so hard to do that. But, yes. but actually, that changed. It was a game changer for me because it just, from that moment yeah. forward... I was able to put my my health first, and I think that is so important when you're looking after the health of other people.
1: yes, and and we don't do it no. The, the, um, you know why didn't you take your break? I was too busy. Yeah, yeah what were you doing? Uh, and it turns out that it's like it's very, very rare in medicine. That fifteen minutes is really genuinely going to make a difference
0: to a patient's life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Even uh, even uh, in like A and E or anaesthetics or something like that, you know, actually, there's vast pockets of time that that can be used. Yeah, differently. Yeah, yeah,
1: And, and but we we it's almost like. Again, we're back to, to weakness and strength, but only the weak need ten minutes to have a cup of tea and a sit-down. Yeah. Um, no, uh, think about your aircraft pilot. Do you want your aeroplane to be flown by somebody who is dehydrated, hypoglycemic, and desperately needs a wee? Uh, and the
0: uh, no, the no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, do you want your doctor... If you're really poorly, do you want your doctor to be dehydrated, hypoglycemic, desperately needing a wee, and in the 14th hour of a 13-hour shift? Yeah. No. no.
0: Absolutely not. I know. <laughs> I think for me, uh, and most people, you present it to them like that, actually we can kind of get hold of that idea and maybe give ourselves that break of five minutes in that 14th hour. But it, yeah. for me, it's it's bringing it back to the, actually, you need to be taking those breaks all along, you know, from the beginning yeah. starting your day with them do you know what I mean it's that sort of um putting that first
1: busier you are the more important those breaks are yeah yeah absolutely because when you're busy you lose your sense of proportion yeah and stepping out for 10 minutes and just taking those 10 minutes properly yeah to yeah calm your mind again uh you twice as well
0: yeah you just you reminded know. me of a time when I was on a an on-call shift in psychiatry and uh and I was it was really busy to be fair and um some some highly distressed patients waiting to be seen and so I didn't want to kind of, you know, spend too long taking my break, but I knew how important it was. So I thought, well I'll make it I'll make it really special and I just took fifteen minutes instead of half an hour, but I went outside, I laid out a little blanket I had in the bit of my car on the grass and I just looked up at the you know, up at the sky and I just took some deep rests and I really enjoyed it, you know. And it was yeah. I have to say, it was the best break I think of my entire career. Yeah. Because I'd done it yeah. so consciously and so it was so meaningful that um yeah, it was just it was just great. Um yeah, best thing I ever did learning to take breaks. Um I'm oh I could talk about this all day with you, Philadelphia, but I'm yeah. aware that um I did We're have aren't do, we? Yeah. So um Tell me, what have been some of your, um, actually, before we go on to that, just to, just to finish off what we were saying about how Tea and Empathy works, yeah. I mean, it's largely Facebook-based, isn't it? But people are meeting up face-to-face, they're doing yeah. phone-to-phone work, just, there's all sorts of things. So if anybody's interested, they can they go along to um, Facebook, find the um, Tea and Empathy public group, and uh, there's a whole blurb on there about how it works and the different groups available, there are groups for uh, people with... Um, more kind of highly stigmatized problems like addictions yep. and making mistakes and things like that and they're more private so that uh, just to give people more of a sense of security and being able to speak openly about those things yeah. Um, but yeah so it's, that's how it's kind of working at the moment tell me from this last sort of year or so how what have been some of your favorite tea and empathy moments oh uh, <laughs> so many to choose from right so <laughs> many
1: I think, I love it when I open up to an empathy and I see all the different spreads going on. Yeah. That at the moment we've got a gorgeous little boy who's having a bit of a tough start in the world.
0: Oh, yes, yes. We've got
1: his mum keeping us up to date with...
0: Oh, he is so cute. Did you see his first smile photos? Oh, Uh oh, oh, gorgeous. Um,
1: And but but against that, we've got people looking for accommodation. We've got people with questions about their rotors. We've got such a, a breadth of, of things going on.
0: Yeah,
1: I think that's that's what I love. it. This is not just a place where people go to tell us that life is a bit rubbish. Yeah, we we and that's what I love about it.
0: And it's amazing, isn't it, that at any time, like in the 24 hour cycle, somebody can post something, an issue or a problem, either from their own, um, under their own name or anonymously via uh, one of the team admin. And then, like within minutes, there's just, you know, dozens of replies from people all over, you know, the NHS, all over the world that um, with ideas, support, you know, you name it. It's it's incredible. And,
1: And also, the other thing that I loved very early on. We were expecting TN Empathy to be just for doctors. Yes. And, and I just thought it was amazing that other um, professions within the healthcare system. Were,
0: were so keen to join us yes yeah and hasn't that just blossomed i mean we've got i know we've got one particularly amazing um admin lady on the admin team who works in admin in real life as well and uh yeah, yeah she's been a, a tour de force um yeah. that was one of my favorite moments the idea around treat boxes we had all sorts of tnp oh, members sending awesome. each other boxes full of treats yeah. um which was just, just lovely never ever underestimate the power of an idea
1: that started
0: yeah. as an idea. Yeah. And it reminds me of that quote, um, and I can never get this quote right, so excuse me. But it's something about um, don't underestimate that a group, a small group of people, can change the world because it's the only thing that ever has. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that that is how it has felt. You know, people with compassion in their heart, just wanting to help other people, being given yeah. a space and permission to do that for one another. And yeah. it's just, yeah, taken off.
1: And and I guess the other, I suppose, perhaps kind of the, the ultimate amazing tea and empathy moment, I know that uh, there was uh, one <coughs> hospital and undergraduate school that um, a local member tried to involve them. And they refused on the grounds that they just didn't believe that there wouldn't be trolling and it wouldn't actually create more stress and mm-hmm. distress. Mm-hmm. So they watched us for six months. Oh yeah, six months. Not a single episode of trolling. Yeah. Yeah. And in a way, that's the tragedy of T and empathy that the idea that maybe doctors
0: could just be nice to each other. Yes, is so, so it's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like, are, are you sure?
0: Yeah. And <laughs> let's not, I mean, let's be honest here, you know, we're all, we are all human. It's not like we're sitting there all day stroking each other's egos and, you know, there's little spats yeah. and there's little moments and, there, but, moments, but actually but they get
1: they,
0: contained with compassion. They're contained, yeah. they the
1: moments of honesty. Yeah. Um,
0: they're not moments of unkindness yeah yeah and and often from a place of um, fear and anxiety which is you know what what a lot of people are feeling at the moment you know I think this all came out of a time when there was a lot of unsettledness in the world of doctors in the UK around the junior doctors contracts and yeah and I think a sense of anxiety about the future about what about the individuals thinking, you know, what does this mean for me? What's going to happen? And and this idea that we often doctors of or people in the NHS are very, you know, driven, compassionate people who've wanted to do this work for so long, and put in so much hard work to get to where they are, and then got there, and kind of find themselves in this slightly brutal environment. Actually, that um, is really it's really tough you. and. Yeah. And I think we, often we hear that that struggle and that pain in, in people's posts and reminds yeah. us why we're here. Yeah, you know,
1: if I tell my boss this, is he going to think I'm unprofessional Yeah, because the yeah. patient really upset me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he might, but hopefully he'll think you're a human being.
0: Yeah, and actually, my goodness, haven't we all been upset by, you know, or haven't yeah. we all felt certain things about, yeah, things that yeah. we... Perhaps think we shouldn't. That's normal, yeah. So, if you could, Philodendron it's very hard, I'm sure, to do this, but if you could um, summarise TN Empathy in three words, what would those three words be?
1: Oh. Um. I think I would limit it to two. And I would say...
0: Always a rebel. Always wanting to do things differently. Oh, well, yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> always always got to be different. And... Tea and empathy in two words. Is it tea and empathy, amazing by any people. chance? Or no?
0: Sorry? I was just wondering if it was going to be tea and empathy. Oh
1: no, no, that would be three words.
0: Oh, good point, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, um, dear.
1: In, in two words, amazing people.
0: Amazing people.
1: And if you really, really want to stick to the three-word rule, bloody amazing
0: people. <laughs> oh, now we're going to have to bleep out the... <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure my technical skills are up to that. Okay, we'll put a warning at the front. language. <laughs> <for> <laughs> Amazing people. I love it. Yeah, No. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Well said. And um, if you had, do you, is there a, um, again, a question we ask, uh, we're going to ask of all of our um, interviewees? Is there a book, yeah. a book, a special book that you would recommend to TMT listeners and members that has helped you, that you think they would find helpful?
1: This is such a difficult question. Mm. Uh, I'm an avid reader. Um, I read obsessively all the time. One book, it depends what my mood is.
0: Good answer, Uh, yeah, me too.
1: So mostly at the moment I've got exam prep and things like that to do, so my private reading is is kind of absolute trash. Um,
0: Yeah, kind of balancing out the...
1: Yeah, I think I think maybe we we spend too much time. We're, we're a bit locked into this idea that we must be improving ourselves all the time.
0: Mhm. Yep. Okay.
1: If you enjoy it, read it and enjoy it, and don't feel that you have to to be reading worthy stuff. Yeah. If I was going to suggest one book, something that I've gone back to recently. Is actually a poetry anthology. It's called Poems on the Underground.
0: Oh yeah, I know it. Yeah, it's great.
1: Yeah, um, years ago now there was a project where where the, the little advertising slots the the British Poetry Society. Yep. Was given a certain number, and they put poems in them.
0: Oh, I wish and, they still did that. Actually, I missed that. It was great.
1: And um, yeah, it was it was a fantastic project, and um, it it had some really interesting effects. Um, it, they, there was kind of a reduction in um, kind of episodes of people losing their temper and becoming yeah,
0: aggressive. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. Uh, I'm just thinking, you know, I wonder if there's somebody listening to this that would be up for developing the idea of poetry in the NHS.
1: We certainly, we have a lot in the NHS. Yeah. Um, what's, what's great about those poems, and I think perhaps for people who... who not really thought about poetry in their life is that because they have to, to fit in one of those little advertising slots, mm. they're all short poems. Yeah. But there's a... There's a yeah, they're huge, quite accessible, aren't they? Quite they're of, they're yeah. very accessible. There's a, there's a very wide range from Shakespeare through to, to the most modern, you know, living poets, uh, foreign poets in translation and so on. So it's a lovely lovely anthology to just have at hand just to, to pick a poem at random, just to to read something that's four or eight lines long. Lovely. So so great recommendation. It's a book recommendation.
0: Thank you. No, that's great. And and our final question, if um if you could give your younger self some tea and empathy advice, what would you say?
1: Get help sooner.
0: Boom. Yeah.
1: Talk about it. Recognise that you can't handle the problem. That yeah. Help out
0: there. Yeah. And access that help. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. That's great just... advice. Great. Oh, Phila, I don't want to end this um podcast. <laughs> it's been so amazing. And I'm I really hope you'll come back and do another one um for the T and Empathy podcast at some point in the future. I know we've got a few more um great kind of interviewees lined up for the next few months, but yeah. um uh, no, I think it would be amazing if you could come back um, and do a little, you know, okay. repeat performance. Um, it's been just wonderful. And can I just say on behalf of all of Tea and Empathy, you know, thank you for sending that message. Thank you for well, posting that first message because it, it, we wouldn't it, be the, here without you. So It's the
1: membership that's made it work. Yeah. The, this is... What are we? We're, we're well over 2,000 members now, aren't we?
0: Oh yeah, um, I think we're heading up to three if not over, no. yeah, yeah.
1: 3,000 people being nice to each other and being nice to other people, that's what makes the difference. An idea is just an idea, it's only once people start working with that idea that it develops validity. Yeah. So, keep smiling, keep making tea for the nurses.
0: Yes, <laughs> and for yourself. Yeah.
1: Well, take your breaks. Yes. Take your breaks. Hand over. Go home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um Philida, thank you thank so, so much um for speaking with us thank today. You. Um and yeah, have and- a lovely rest of the day. Enjoy that Devon um seaside and your yeah. and your holiday. And I hope you get those boxes ticked yeah. soon. Oh, goodness me,
1: yes. Anyway, it's the weekend, so no, it's not the weekend. It's only Friday, isn't it? I get confused when I'm on holiday. It's <laughs> a it lovely feeling. It feels like the weekend. Let every day feel like a weekend day. Eh? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lovely to chat to you and lovely to have a chance to to chat to the, the whole T and Empathy membership.
0: Yeah. Bye for now.
1: Thank you, Caroline.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the T and Empathy podcast. Any notes from today's episode can be found below. And please do tune in again for our next episode to hear more great tips and wisdom from another inspirational healthcare worker. If you haven't already, and you'd like to join our wonderful Tea and Empathy family, simply pop along to Facebook and search for Tea and Empathy Public Group. And finally, if you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help us to spread some compassion and support to healthcare workers across the world, then please tell a colleague or a friend about us today tell them to listen in to the TN Empathy podcast. Bye for now. See you next time.